Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Unplayable Podcast brought to you by MasterCard and on today's episode, the first of the new year, we preview the third and final domain test of the summer here at the SCG and to do that, we are lucky once again to have Australia's greatest ever test off spinner, Nathan Lyon. Nathan, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, mate. How'd you see it in? Um, I'll sound asleep by about 9.30, so um, pretty boring, <laughs> but uh, yeah, when you when you got to get up at nice and early the next morning and train and uh, get ready for the... Sydney Test match, the New Year celebrations really go out the window. It's a school night for you, isn't it? It is. It is a school night. We can we can say it's a school night, but uh, to be honest with you, I, I haven't seen a New Year celebration in for a few years now, <laughs> so uh, yeah, apparently the fireworks are pretty good though. Not bad. Okay, uh, let's start off with our MasterCard moment. What's your MasterCard moment of the past uh, week? My MasterCard moment is a little bit off-field this week. It's, uh, it's going to a good mate who announced his uh, retirement so my MasterCard moment of the week would have to go to Peter Siddle when he brought the team together on the morning of the day four and announced um, everyone, to everyone that he was uh, going to retire from international cricket. Uh, Did you see it coming? Um, I, I had an inkling in England that it may, may have been coming but I didn't see it coming um, throughout the Boxing Day test match but Sid was there at my, my debut and uh, he's, he's been a great mate of mine and got some very fond memories. Uh, he's probably one of the greatest teammates I've ever played with. All I hear about Peter Siddle in the past couple of days about him being the ultimate team man, what about him makes him the great team man? Uh, he's got he's got everything in, he, in his pocket. He's got humour, he can take the piss out of it, everyone but then yeah, you can have those hard conversations with it and he's always got your back and always got uh, supporting his teammates and he's willing to do it anything and everything for the team. He's He's got a lion heart and he, he never gives up when he's got the ball in his hand and uh, he's a tremendous fighter on, on the field but he's a lovely guy off it as well. You got a favourite Peter Siddle story? Um, oh, there's a few that popped to mind but the, probably the biggest one was being part of the bowling, bowling cartel throughout the... 2012 and 13 Ashes, I think uh, it was pretty special having the same bowling attack um, and a, a tight bowling attack as well um, throughout throughout that series and having that success. But uh, every 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 tour uh, every tour that Sid's has been on, he's been unbelievable and he's just a, a very great. Uh, he's a very good role model uh, for young kids. 221 test wickets, 67 test matches, going to leave a big hole in Australian cricket. Uh, my Mastercard moment, Travis Head. The kid. The kid. You know him pretty well. He got that second test match, test century in uh, in Melbourne on the Boxing Day test match. Uh, fantastic. 114 and really drove Australia there to a big first inning score. Fantastic for Travis. You were there behind the scenes. What did it mean to Travis? Um, I think that's uh, probably the most patient innings I've actually seen him play. Um, I think that innings of Travis and probably really... Um, has really set the benchmark for him 
to, if I'm being honest. Um, I get quite nervous when I'm watching Trav. I really want Trav to do well and I really want to see him have that success. He's, he's obviously, um, with my past history with uh, Trav and then myself being able to hand his bag green over, which was a pretty emotional moment. Um, but so I watch him quite closely. I want him to succeed. I want him to have that amazing success along the way. So it was pretty special seeing him to uh, put his name up, up on the Boxing Day um, Board of Honour down at the MCG there. You, I think you said in that um, baggy green cap prezzo that you, you consider him like a little brother. Yeah, yeah. Trav, Trav, I was there when Trav debuted in um, South Australia and, and I probably rode him a little bit hard because I knew how much ta- <laughs> talent he had but I wanted to see him go to the next level and it took him a little while to start to understand the game but now he's the captain of, of, of his state down there he's doing a great job um, he's a vice captain of our side here um, and he's he's really taken that on leaps and, with leaps and bounds as well so um, Trav's got a big future in hell, ahead of, for himself but he just needs to just keep working on his game and keep um, applying all that stuff that he's been doing at, at, in his preparation and hopefully he'll get the reward as what he has what he got last week at the MCG hopefully more often See what he's improved his fielding a lot too. He's taking some catches and he's hitting the stumps. Sort of unheard of from Travis Head twelve months ago. Uh, yeah, that's that's one thing. He always prides himself on trying to get better each and every day as well. So um, yeah, Travis taking some very handy catches, in clo- especially in close um, there. So it's uh, yeah, it's a pretty hard position to field, but um, yeah, he's getting pretty good. That's through indeed. It races away to the boundary. The members stand. Test match century number two for Travis Head. And he joins an amazing list of famous names on the honour board in a Boxing Day century. All right, Nathan, you got any New Year's resolutions? Um, no, I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. I just woke up. Um, so New, Year, New Year's resolution would probably have to uh, keep, uh, pre- keep our preparation um going extremely well for the Australian cricket team, making sure that we're having success on the field as well. So um, that's that's mine. It's, there's no... No not personal goals? Uh, there's always What's personal... What you say, eating chocolate? Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> con- going to continue eating chocolate. But uh, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely personal goals, but um, you know, you've know you known me for a while now, Sam, I'm not one for putting my personal goals out, out there and for the world to see. But uh, there there is goals, but um, it's more about team having team success for me. Well, you're on 95 tests, 380 wickets, so 100 and 400 wouldn't be too bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, had a good, you have a good game out here, you might get to 400. Jeez, if I have that <laughs> that type of game, I think I'll need to retire. You're not going to get any better than taking 20 wickets, but I, I strongly doubt that's going to happen. Mm. So, uh, yeah, no, but there's obviously there's potential few big milestones just around the corner personally, but... Um, I'm just hoping for more team success and keep building our way to a, hopefully a, in, to get into the final of the Test Championship. Now, I had a feeling that you might not have any personal news resolutions. Mm. So I've looked up some of the more common news resolutions that go about every year. I'm gonna, you, like you did last week, to allocate some of them to some of your teammates who, who, again, might not have their own. So you can help provide them one right now. Right. So there's a couple of common ones, a couple of cricket theme ones. You'll understand. First one, uh, get organised. Get organised. Steve Smith. Really? His cricket kit. Actually, no, it's going to go to Marnus because Marnus has uh, taken um, 
smithy of how messy his change room is. Mitchell Stark and myself had to put actually lines down on the change room floor the other day <laughs> to say your gear cannot pass this line. Right. So otherwise it was going in the bin. <laughs> Did anything end up in the trash? No, I think Starkey might have stole one of his bats, but uh, I'm not sure if Marnus knows that. <laughs> we'll find out later on. Okay, uh, learn a new skill or hobby. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Um, oh, well, Matt Wade's already got a building. He's working on his building, so that's pretty handy. But uh, I'll give it to Joe Burns. Actually, Joe Burns needs to, uh, might have to take his basketball down and try and figure out some new tricks or something. <laughs> uh, become a better cook? Uh, Starkey rates himself as a cook, so I'll, I'll give that one to Starkey. You can get a little bit better? Mm. Okay. Uh, live life to the fullest? I imagine that's for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's a whole group. Yep. Uh, <coughs> how about this one? Save more money, spend less money. Oh, that has to go to David <laughs> Warner. David Warner is obviously building a pretty nice house, so I dare say he would have to go on the save, save more money and spend less money. What Pat Cummins? He doesn't need to worry about that. He's, oh, no. he's just backed up the truck. <laughs> I was going to say, has he uh, shouted the team after that big IPL windfall? Uh, I actually can't recall Pat ever buying a shout. Pat's yeah, Pat's Pat and Payne are probably the two two tightest people in in the change room. Outrageous. How about uh, next one? Improve personal hygiene. Manus. Manus. <laughs> he definitely. gets a couple here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manus. I can't reveal all all secrets on over on the pod- podcast, yep. but uh, there's a couple of the ones that he really needs to improve. Okay. Is he still getting by the nickname of Skull? Yeah, he's still going by he's Skull. Yeah. Skull. I don't think that's coming out yet, but it's uh, interesting. Yeah, one. It's, Wait for Stump Mike. Just need Stump Mike turned up. One, a to, one to keep an eye on. Uh, a couple more. Spend more time with family and friends. Again, I think this is one, a blanket one for the whole team, right? Yeah, I think that's everyone. Everyone, yep. especially all the guys with kids. So. Yeah, long time away from home, Australian cricket team. A uh, couple more. Travel more. I guess this is uh, outside of cricket tours. Um, travel more. See a bit more of the world. Well, I'm heading over to Hampshire to play in Hampshire, so I might have to do that. Just... Get just away, every, check just, out a European city. Yeah, just every every chance we get, just pop over, pop off to Spain or mm. or somewhere like that. It might be nice. Last two, read more. Oh. Um. Well, big Pat, Pat Cummins is pretty big big on his book. He's he's forever bringing a new book in for Jay Elder to read. So, it, um, he's just buttering him up, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, it's very smart by teacher's pet. by the vice captain. Yes, he is very much a teacher's pet. He um, he's apparently quite good at crosswords, but not quite as good as you think. Um, do, well, does it count when you look up the answers? <laughs> I don't think so. Ah, uh, well, yeah. So he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Okay, final one: improve our DRS referrals. <laughs> that that goes to me and Pony. I think <laughs> that's a fairly loaded question. <laughs> me and Pony. You haven't been too bad with them. No, but I missed a few big ones in the ashes that really hurt us. But uh, Stokesy. Yeah. Not just Headingley, it was one at Laws too. Yeah, I couldn't refer the one in Headingley. But yeah. Mm. Well, oh, yeah, Paddy, Paddy Cummins. Uh, pretty much all the bowlers, actually. You've got a new, there's a new DRS doctor, right? He's yeah, got a new process. I haven't met him yet, new but process. apparently he's pretty good. Okay, all right. Let's get into, uh, we'll just recap the second test quickly. Australia win by 247 runs down there at the MCG told us a couple of times this summer who'd you call out in the team song um just a just a two two people um travis obviously um with a pretty special hundred down there but then obviously big big patty obviously had a great week um leading into the test match and obviously 
went on to take Fife in the first inning and bowled pretty special uh, in partnerships with, with Pato down there. So just the two. And uh, just really pointed out that we're, the series, even though we've won it, there's, uh, there's no such thing as a dead rubber and we really need to make sure that we're competing uh, exactly. Our preparation is key again, leading to a, a big test match against the Kiwis again obviously they're still the number two tied in the world and we, we really would love to go 3-0 up and be unbeaten at home this summer Interesting you say no dead rubbers because now every test match pretty much is playing for World Test Championship points Yeah yeah, and there's, uh, those points are crucial if we, if we want to be uh, end up to where we want to get to uh, we want to be the best side in the world and by doing that you're going to have to be in the final of the Test Championship in, at Lords so it's going to be it's a, it's a mass, massive carrot for, for every side. So, yeah, there's no more dead rubbers. It's all about going out there and, and, and putting in your best performance in every time. feels like the Test Championship really is driving this team. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, but it's important that as a group we don't look too forward. Our preparation is key. It, it's, it's great that we've got an end goal, but I think we need to worry about our preparation here today on the 1st of um, January. But then we our preparation again tomorrow... But then come game day, we're just focused purely on New Zealand and what, they, what they're going to produce and not looking ahead to Bangladesh and to India then to wherever we go next. It's just about us. Our preparation is key for this, this test match and staying in the moment. Spoke about Travis Head, Pat Cummins, 5 for 28. James Pattinson returned to test cricket on home soil, took six wickets in the match. You got Kane Williamson both times. Um, what kind of impact does James Pattinson have on the team? When you lose someone like Josh Hazelwood, to be able to bring in James Pattinson, you don't really miss out much, do you? Uh, it's, it's pretty special, to be honest. Yeah, and I've said this for a long long period of time now. I think our bowling squad and our depth is, is the best in the world. And and to to unfortunately lose Big Josh, he would have been a nightmare on that wicket, but then be so lucky to have someone like James Pattinson come in and perform the way he did in front of his home crowd. It, it really points uh, points out how, how amazing our depth in, is in our cricket. So... Um, it's exciting, um, but yeah, he was exceptional and he brings a, a big vibe to the Australian cricket. He's full of energy, um, so yeah, it's great to see. Yeah, you also picked up four for 81 in the second innings. Um, good, some good reward, didn't pick up one in the first innings. And how are you handling expectation of being that spinner who's expected to take wickets in the, in the fourth innings? You know, Shane wanted it for so long. I know you had a bit of a struggle with it early on in your career, but how's that settled with you now? Um, yeah, it's obviously the expectation is still there, but it's, for me it's really important that not one bowler puts that expectation on himself. It's more about each and every one. There's usually four to five bowls in that group, and our, our goal is to be in a partnership to take 20 wickets. And whoever takes the wickets, it's a reward for all, all the work that we've put in and challenging the guys' defence for long periods of time. So I really go in with that mentality. It's not up to me to take the wickets. It's it's a, a group activity and where it's about bowling ball and partnerships and, and really making sure that I'm trying to just go for less than two runs and over and build, building pressure that way. And if we can build pressure back-to-back overs, then we'll hopefully we'll create a few chances. And we've been very fortunate enough that we've been able to do that in the past. So it's been... It's been very enjoyable, and and the MCG was actually a brilliant wicket. First time in nine years that I can actually sit here and say I actually enjoyed bowling on it. Hmm. Um, so it's yeah, it's been it was a really good week, and we had a really good week as a, especially as a bowling unit. One of your second innings wickets was Henry Nichols. Hmm. 
Now, last week you spoke us through the the over to get Ross Taylor out. This time, a little bit different, a much shorter um, passage of play. The ball before you get Henry out. Hits you for six. On the charge, Henry Nichols straight back over the head of Nathan Lyon for six. Yeah, it was a beautiful shot. Come down the wicket, used his face and held his shape. And I thought it was a nice shot. Um, Did you do much wrong with that ball? That no, no, normally your best ball gets hit for six, <laughs> uh, to be honest. Um, but I think that's around 90, 92 and a half kilometres an hour. Um, I feel, really felt like Henry didn't like the guys around the bat um, on the offside and leg side. Obviously in the Perth, I got him out the innings before with, with um, someone underneath in Perth and the last innings in Perth. So underneath on the offside, I really felt like he didn't, didn't really like that guy there because of my bounce again and for me it's about trying to challenge these guys defense and try and hit the spice of the stickers and the next ball was a pretty good ball to be honest so I actually thought it was actually too good for him and I was actually was disappointed that he didn't take the nick but then I was to see Payne's reaction um, yeah, I was pretty pretty happy with that, and obviously to have one of the best keepers in the world to whip the bales off like that, and he, he liked it. You look at his action; you don't really see Tim take off like that. So, yeah, it was it was a pretty nice nice delivery. What uh, what goes through your mind when you do get hit for six? Are you just like righto? Are you thinking toss the next one up, fire it in more, <coughs> use the crease? What's your, um, what's your mindset? No, it's more about okay, let's bowl my best ball and try and challenge his, his defence a little bit and then then you more than likely see that will be slightly slower ball and hopefully get them on the front foot. That In my mindset was purely, okay, you've just been hit for the first ball of the over for a, a very nice shot over your head. I don't mind that. If I'm getting hit in areas where I want to get hit, I don't mind, mind that. It's when I get hit in the areas where I don't want to get hit, where I'm getting cut or, or pulled. Um, for me, that's where concern just personally isn't but if I'm getting hit in the areas where I want to get hit so down the ground that was a beautiful shot in the first ball of the over um he held his shape and he yeah a very nice shot but I was yeah I was very lucky that I did him next ball got him next ball uh that match finished inside four days bit of talk around test matches being reduced to four days four day test matches what are your thoughts on that ridiculous don't like it no you you look at look at all the big games around the world and some of the best best test matches I've been a part of they go down to to the last last day you look at um against India in Adelaide a few years ago yeah 2014 um that went down to the last hour or last half an hour on day 5 then you look at Cape Town um in 2014 as well mm. uh you you look at that test match where Ryan Harris bowled Mornay Morkel with two two overs to go, so that's gone down the last ten minutes on 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 a day five. Um, I'm not a fan of day four test matches. I, I believe you'll get so many more draws, um, and day five is crucial. One, there's obviously the weather element if there's any weather around, but um, the wickets these days are, are probably a lot flatter than mm-hmm. um, they have been in, in the past. So it, it allows teams to bat longer and. And to put pressure on sides, so and you need I, more time for the pitch to yeah, deteriorate. To, to deteriorate, so and bring spinners in more on day five as well. So I'm totally against it, and I really hope ICC aren't even considering it. Mm. I think what the plan is, they'll put more overs during the day, so 
they looked at the facts, 380 overs or something like that, but uh, five days. A bit of romance about test cricket, isn't there, when going to five days? That's a challenge. You, you, you're challenging yourself in, in different ways, physically and mentally. So it's not, it's not just a uh, walk in the park. Day mm. five, a five-day test matches, they are hard work, especially if the conditions aren't in your favour. So, and you want to challenge yourself. You'd, so, so yeah, I'm all all against four-day test matches. Okay, spin plays a big part in five-day tests. Mm. There's two spinners in this squad. Mitch Phelps here. Mm. You and him have uh, haven't played together, but have toured together before. What's uh, what's Mitch like, and how have you seen him develop as a leg spinner? Um, firstly, Mitch is an absolute cracking guy. Um, He's a Queenslander, though. Yeah, he's a Queenslander, so he barracks for the wrong save origin side. But <laughs> he is an absolute cracking guy. I'll give him give him that. Um, he's a lovely fellow, and his development over the last few years has come through the roof. Um, I haven't seen him bowl um, much in the game recently. I haven't had the opportunity to play against him, but um, from all reports, he's he's been bowling absolutely the house down and. I had a couple of sessions with him, um, just bowling in the same net as him during during the test match. Whether that was me warming up um, last week or just going to have, have a look and having a chat about spin bowling, um, but his consistency and he's given the ball a massive rev at the moment. So it's it's exciting to have two spinners in the squad. Um, so if he gets his opportunity, and uh, fingers crossed that we'll be able to create a, a great combination together. Um, so it's pretty exciting to have a young leg spinner in. Certainly won't be you putting your hand up to rest, will it? Uh, no, that, I've made that certainly <laughs> clear throughout the week. So, um, yeah, I won't be putting my hand up to rest at any time soon. How does your role change as the as the lead spinner, as the premier spinner, when there's two spinners in the side? Um, I don't think it changes too much. I think I've got to really lead by the example, I guess, but uh, and and be able to be approachable and, and have those conversations with, with Swepo or, or with uh, Skull as well. So it's just about making sure that we're clear on our plans and that we're bowling well in partnerships. I had a really good chat to Swepo on the boundary during the Boxing Day Test match and we had a really good conversation about about spin bowling, whether that's in subcontinent or here in Australia. So, and we're obviously we love the art of spin bowling, and it's pretty special. It takes a fair amount of effort to be a decent spinner as well. So, it's pretty it's pretty special to have um, swept by part of the squad as well. And skull, and skull, yeah. <laughs> uh, New Zealand brought in their own off spinner, uh, additional Big spinner. Will Will Somerville, thirty five yeah. years old, Blue played 12, 12, uh, 12 first class games for New South Wales. Played a couple out here at the SCG. Uh, what's he like? Uh, and have you sent him a cheeky text message saying that, welcome back? No, I haven't. Haven't haven't messaged Will. I probably should have, but uh, I forgot to actually yesterday. But uh, Will's obviously I've had a fair amount to do with him. Um, been part of the same squad for about three four years. He, he is a cracking fellow. He's a very hard-working fellow. So it's going, he's going to provide some big new challenges for, for our, our batters um, this game. So I'm actually expecting him to play. Mm. Um, I think he's, um, a world, he's a world-class player. I actually believe that. And he's, his bowling's coming out of... Um, he's gone to a new level as well. And obviously having a bit of international experience now, I think he's only going to be better and better. So he gets some really good bounce on the ball. Um, We've done we've done some decent amount of work together when we're both here for the, playing for New South Wales, so yeah, it's great to see um, Will back in the in the Black Caps lineup, and it's going to be ex- it's exciting to play against him. I know. I think yeah, you don't bring a player like Will Somerville over if you don't play him. 
I mean, what's I mean? I know he's got the the intel on the SCG, but pick yeah. no play. <coughs> I was actually surprised he wasn't part of the squad to start off with. Um, so yeah, it hasn't come to a surprise as for me um, to see Will come over for this test match and to cover obviously Trent Bolt. So um, yeah, it's going to be a big decision for the Kiwis and see who they play with. But uh, I will make sure today and tomorrow that we're we're very well prepared for for Will and what he brings to the table. Yeah, you wouldn't have seen the pitch yet. No, I'm about to yeah, go out as, yeah. soon as, as soon as we shut <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, uh, we can sort of see it from here a little bit. But uh, you played in the Shield game here. A couple months ago now, mm. uh, was it slower and slower? Um, what, what were your memories of that, that was game? The f- that was the first game of the summer here on this wicket. <coughs> the wicket was a little bit worn, but um, the airspeed of our, our big quicks, we had big Josh, Pat and Mitch played for the New South Wales, so the actual airspeed of, of the guys um, played a massive role in, in that victory against WA. So it's... Um, yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to seeing what they produce throughout the big bash, watching the game, watching the mighty Sydney Sixers run around. They they look like they've been playing some decent cricket out here. So, it, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see what the wicket's like and fingers crossed for a great test match. And I guess for the first time in a long time, you wouldn't mind seeing the MCG pitch up here. Uh, the MCG wicket was brilliant. Um, took a lot of lot of uh, characteristics from Adelaide, I guess. Uh, a bit more grass on it, and it seemed to nibble a fair bit throughout the game. So it was great fun. Uh, Pagey did a great job down here. So it's um, yeah, looking forward to this Tessa. And spun at the end. Yeah, imagine if it had gone to a day five. Oh, would have loved to. <laughs> um, now it's been 35 years since New Zealand have played a Test match at the SCG. Same uh, length of time at the MCG. Uh, big crowds this summer. More than 200,000 people at the MCG. Would you like to see New Zealand tour more often over the holiday period? Play the MCG and SCG tests? Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't think this will be. The, I don't think they'll have to wait 32 years for another hmm. Boxing Day Test match. But the, the New Zealand crowd, they'll they'll brilliant. But I do have to say. If they do come back, I really hope they come up with some new tunes. We've had the same tunes for the last eight eight months from the Barmy Army. Mm. They're not the Barmy Army. They need to come up with some own their own tunes. But I'll give them credit. You've got to give credit where credit's due, Sam. And they didn't stop for the whole four days. Even when Australia were right on top, they didn't stop. So uh, pat on the back for those boys. But um, please, if you're listening, please come up with a few <laughs> new tunes. I'd like to see it become a bit of a tradition that a lot of Kiwi fans come over for the Boxing Day test and then hang around for the New Year's test. That'd be a great sort of new uh, tradition every four years. Uh, yeah, good luck getting that past the wives or the few of the boys, I reckon. But uh, <laughs> oh, Every four years, come on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it, it, the turnout from the um, MCG crowd was pr- pretty special, so it was a good atmosphere down there. All right, I think we're done. You can go and check out the wicket. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Happy New Year. You too. (laughs) That's it for this week's episode of the Unplayable Podcast brought to you by MasterCard. We'll be back next week to wrap up the third test. But until then, for your breaking news, live scores and video highlights, head to cricket.com.au and the CA Live app.